welcome to the Fertility Conversations podcast. The goal of this podcast is to create more awareness about infertility and to provide support to people trying to conceive. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you will be encouraged. And now, here is your host, Ola. Welcome to episode 24. Today, I'm joined by lovely guest, Ruby Ben, all the way from the U.S., who is, she's the author of the ebook Heal Thyself. Ruby is an endometriosis and fertility coach, and uh, she promotes um, eating naturally and in the in the hope of um, avoiding to use medication when possible. Uh, Ruby is available on Instagram at Ruby Ben Health. Her details would also be in the show notes, including her Facebook, a private Facebook account uh, where you can connect with other women. And also uh, ask her from ask her more questions about how you can improve uh, your health naturally. So welcome, Ruby, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy and excited to be here. Yeah. So to start off, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So honestly, I I'm I haven't decided my title yet. I call yeah. myself <laughs> fertility and endometriosis coach. I can go also by biohacker, health consultant, but my main thing is I help women help their bodies. That's what I do. It's all about understanding our bodies and I help women restore their bodies back to its natural, healthy, miraculous state. Wow. That sounds amazing. We yes, all want that. Sure <laughs> <laughs> yes. We all want that. We all need that, right? Because we, we spend so much yes. time. I mean, I've done so many diets on and off. So mm -hmm. um, if you could figure out the right way, you would really help. Yes. <laughs> so, and uh, can you tell us as well about a little bit about your fertility journey from the beginning till now? Well, yes. Well, for us, the journey started about well, exactly eight years ago. Um, I decided that I want to get pregnant. I was married. Well, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't married. Um, right. Two months before I got married, I decided I want to be pregnant on my wedding day. Oh, nice. And I thought, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I decided that. And I thought it is so easy and it just needs to decide and have sex and it will happen. Yeah. Um, so it didn't happen and it still didn't happen. But the thing is, um, for the first five years of our fertility journey, basically we went the same quote unquote usual route that couples usually go. I mean, after the first year, when you're not getting pregnant, you go to see a doctor, yeah. fertility specialist, and then he tells you, okay, you, you didn't get pregnant. So we're going to start you with some pills, with shot, IUI, IVF, all of this lovely thing. Yeah. And so we did it for five years and we didn't get pregnant. And for me, it always like annoyed me. It bothered me that no one treated the root. No one tried to look for the root. They say at the beginning, they told me, you might have endometriosis and it might be the cause why you're not getting pregnant, but we don't know. We're not sure. Anyway, if you have endometriosis, your only option is IVF. And mm -hmm. I didn't like that. 
I didn't like that. So after five years, we, me and my husband, we took a step back and we said, okay, let's reevaluate. Let's look at things. I mean, of course, it was an emotional roller coaster. It really put our relationship in jeopardy. I mean, as unfortunately it happens for so many other couples. But we really decided to take a few steps back and just think on things because for me it doesn't make sense i had always this like like bothering thought i'm gonna say it's not really a bothering but women are born to procreate Mm -hmm. we are supposed to be born with the ability to get pregnant and i was looking at the numbers and at the time i was you know the fertility infertility community so so big and i'm so grateful for it but I see the numbers, I see the statistics, I read the stories, and the numbers are just getting higher and higher. Infertility with, with couples, just it doesn't make sense to me. How is it possible? Now, the reason for every woman is supposedly different, right? For me, it's yeah. endometriosis. For others, it's PCOS, egg quality, inflammation, unexplained. Like, it doesn't matter for me the reason because the basic is, the, the, the basic line should be, we are women we are supposed to be able to get pregnant naturally and no one is treating the root cause no one is testing to see why they're only testing the symptom no one digs deep enough to truly understand why and to fix it so we won't need the doctor Mm-hmm. You, you understand this is my point of view even if we do IVF which I have nothing against but even if we do IVF what about the time when I want a second child or a yeah. third child it's so the process it just it doesn't make sense to me because as I said I want to re- I want to be healthy as I'm supposed to be as I was born to be why mm-hmm. is this not happening so this is what I do I help women find the root cause and I, I help the women restore their body to its natural healthy state so that when you want to get pregnant or if you want to get pregnant you are ready to go whenever you want right that's amazing yes <laughs> so you know there's you know there's a thing i just want to say that there's a yeah. thing it says a person who offers his patient nothing but a sedative does so much harm and no good at all and that is what most doctors and medicine is doing today it just treats the symptom it just gives us gives us medications for symptoms not the cause yeah and it's i mean now like you said everyone it's it's iui or ivf or clomid it's 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 Mm -hmm. always what's suggested now yeah and not often do you hear any other option yep yeah so it's wonderful very to, yeah it's, it's wonderful <laughs> to have your uh, a different approach and to see what people can do differently so then yeah. from what you learned um and you did state that you have uh, endometriosis was there was there any signs like within yourself before you went to the clinic was there something that was obvious or something that was a, a symptom that you thought might well yes i've i first my symptoms were before i even knew what endometriosis was before i had the struggle with getting pregnant i had i had excruciating um abdominal pain 
it usually came before I got my period. They would have, uh, they, every cycle, they would have um, woke me up at night. Yeah. And they only went away when I took a painkiller. I it like it li- literally felt like someone is trying to pull my uterus out from my vagina. It was excruciating, and I had terrible periods, really heavy flow. I had big blood clots. I had I was breaking out for years, years hormonal acne that every time on my period and every time on my ovulation, yeah. I was I was breaking out. And it was just a vicious cycle because it happens twice a month. So it, it was it was never ending. And I had back pain. Um, what else? Um, I don't remember, but oh, painful sex. I had painful sex. Yes, I remember that. Now it's hard for me to remember because I don't have all these symptoms anymore. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so these were my main. And then, of course, when I tried to get pregnant, I was told that I have cysts on my ovaries. And also, again, they, they guessed, maybe that's the reason you're not getting pregnant, the endometriosis. And they never really told me how endometriosis is interfering with the fertility. That is something that I had to do my research and I educate myself on. But those were my main symptoms. And you know, from what you say, I have heard quite a few women mention the same, the pain and back pain and uh, acne. But then people make it seem like, like even the doctors sometimes make it seem like, oh, that's expected. Oh, it's just, it's just normal. That's just what happens. Is that because, really just what happens here? Well, that's the thing. We have we have been conditioned to normalize so many things and just consider them as normal and nothing is normal because it's, it's, they're saying if you have endometriosis, you expect to have breakouts because your hormones are out of balance. You have very high estrogen, which is breakouts is a very high symptom of um, estrogen dominance. And if you have endometriosis, then it's a very inflammatory state. So expect to have pelvic pain and painful uh, sex. Like expect all those things to happen. But again, we have been conditioned to normalize this and none of these symptoms are normal. Again, and they are all symptoms. They are not the cause. And even if it's quote unquote normal to have it with endometriosis, it can still be treated. You can still eliminate all of those symptoms completely and heal your endometriosis on the, on the way. Yeah. So you noted that all the symptoms was hard for you to remember because you don't have them anymore. What changed then? Yes. When I finally understood why is this happening, why endometriosis is happening in the first place, how it affects my body, how can I heal my body the best way possible, they just started to go to one way, one by one. Wow. And was that all by diet then? Yes. It's all by diet because I don't know if you want to get into this right now, but the thing is our body knows what to do. Our body wants to heal itself. It knows how to heal itself. It has the ability to heal itself. And we, our job is to allow it. Mm-hmm. Meaning 24-7 what our body does is basically digesting and healing and detoxing. Okay, when it's detoxing, it's healing. The problem starts when our eating habits became so bad 
that our body is busy almost 24-7 only on digesting. It has no time or no energy left on detoxing or healing. And, and it's so overload that it literally can't keep up with the amount of toxins and eating habits that goes into our body. And so toxins start to accumulate in the body yeah. because it, it just it, it's too much for the body to handle. So when I say you need to allow the body to heal, it means you need to learn your own body. You need to learn your own triggers and you need to learn to eat in a way that doesn't take much energy and digestive energy from the body and leaves the body with enough energy to start to heal. And when it starts to heal, when it starts finally to have the energy to detox, it starts with everything that doesn't belong in the body meaning all the toxins, all the inflammation, all the cysts, all the extra fat that, by the way, a lot of our toxins are getting stuck in our fat tissue. That is why so many diets, quote unquote, don't work because it's the toxins. It's not just fat. It's, It's a whole process and it's a whole method, but it's actually so, so simple. Like people can't even realize how simple it is because they think it's something so, so extravagant and so weird and so like yeah. too much to handle. <laughs> and it's not, it's really, really not. Wow. Well, good to know because then at least people, whoever's listening, I can contact you and see what they need to do and how they can eat right. Because it, again, it sounds so complicated how to eat because again, that's why we do diets, you know, one diet this yeah. month and then another one next month because you're trying to, achieve and get to the right place but you're not it's just so hard it seems so hard anyway that's the thing diets is another big misconception that we have we are it's it's just incorrect we are not supposed to have diet for endometriosis or diet for fertility diet for weight loss diet for this it's not true it's really not true it's all about balancing the body because your body wants to shed all those extra pounds it doesn't want it we're not meant to have all those And when I finally did it, when I finally discovered, because in my fertility treatment, five years, I gained so much weight because of all the Clomid and all that. Yeah. Yes. And I supposedly ate healthy, quote unquote. I I gave up on so many things. I I thought I was so healthy, but the weight didn't budge. It just didn't move. And I gained so much weight I was the heaviest I was I, I, I ever was and when I finally discovered this when I finally understood like what I need to eat what I need to do I lost 37 pounds in a pound wow. whoa really and those are <laughs> and those are 37 pounds worth of toxins that were stuck in my body for years that's yes. amazing Yes, the I can't even calculate what that like is. Because <laughs> I usually remember in kilos, kilos. In my mind, I'm thinking, whoa, oh, whoa. I'm, I'm in kilos too. I'm from yeah. Israel. So that's, that's between 15 to 17 kilos. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, everything is oversized now. I, I, bought, I need to buy like so <laughs> many clothes. I, and I'm telling you, I feel so happy. Not just because of the weight, but people are complimenting me. Complimenting me non-stop yeah. and people i don't even know that i used to see me I was like oh my god you lost so much weight i'm like thank you i know <laughs> finally <laughs> thank you for noticing 
Yes. <laughs> and it's more than the weight, you know. I, I, I was never a fat person, but it's because I truly understood that what I'm going through doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense that, that every cycle I break out. It doesn't make sense that they told me, take up uh, birth control pills for your cyst or for your breakouts or take, um, it doesn't make sense that something from the inside is not supposed to be there and no one, no one fix it. It doesn't make sense that I I exercise and eat healthy and I can't lose the weight or I'm not getting pregnant or my symptoms are, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. And so I finally found the missing piece, you know, that's the missing piece Mm. and everything just clicked. Wonderful. So now you decided to become a coach, a coach, endometriosis and a fertility coach and a whole lot of other things that you do. Why did you decide to do that? Well, just because of my struggle, because at first, you know, I was, I was focusing solely on me. I was just, I just wanted to get pregnant. That's all I wanted. That was my main goal. I didn't see anything beyond that i was obsessed with it i I know many can can relate to that because that's what we want but i started to dig and dig and i and i understood that no one will care for that for my goal more than me no Mm -hmm. one not even my husband who i love and like the most supporting person on the planet but no one can truly understand except the person who's going through that Exactly. because I, we were born to get pregnant. I mean, that's the miracle of life. And it's not happening month after month or year after year. It's heartbreaking. And I see so many women and I hear so many stories and it really breaks my heart. It brings tears to my eyes. And when I finally understood what I need to do for myself, I decided that I can't just keep it to myself. So many yeah. women are suffering and just endometriosis they're close maybe more 200 million women worldwide diagnosed with endometriosis combined with the infertility statistics yeah Yeah. it's like those numbers are just mind-boggling i can't i can't i can't wrap my mind around it how the medicine doesn't really give us answers because like we said in the beginning they when you hear endometriosis the only solution offered is birth control pills or surgery. Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because the body can heal itself and it can heal from almost anything, 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 including cases of cancer, as long as there hasn't been done any, how do you say the word? Irreparable damage, unreversible right. damage. As long as something hasn't been in, um, really damaged in a point of no return, you can heal it. It's not an easy walk in the park. It's not a quick fix. It's not, it doesn't happen overnight, but you can definitely do that. And you see the, the signs that it actually works every day. I see more and more positive changes in my body every cycle. When I think there can be any more good things happening, mm-hmm. more good things happening in my body. Amazing. Yeah. That sounds incredible. <laughs> so for any woman <laughs> like myself listening to you now, mm-hmm. how can you help them? Like, what should they be contacting you for? How will they be able okay. to, yeah. So the thing is, I, I, I treat every woman, every woman as a person, individual, okay? There is no one size fits all. There, I don't do that like medicine. I don't do that. So 
I need to ask you a lot of questions, right? Because every person's struggle is different. You have your own story, your own past, your own triggers, something that is causing you to get to that point where you're struggling right now. So when I question you and I learn about you and your past and your habits, um, then we find together your triggers and we find together your healers. Okay. It's all about the healer versus the trigger. And yes, there is some illumination that in your food, because a lot of the food we eat is triggering and it's bad for us. And we start to um, just diet changes, basically. That's the main thing. Of course, there is a spiritual path, spiritual um, aspect and the mental aspect, because a lot of time it's also on our mindset. Mm-hmm. but I focus mainly on the physical, what you eat, because when you change what you eat, the physical symptoms, you will see the actual changes in your body. And when you see the actual changes, it's much more easy and simple for the mindset to shift also. You understand? It's a cycle that builds up on one another. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the food we eat, basically, because, again, it's not the food that heals, okay? There's a lot of people think, you know, they're the saying, let, let thy food be thy medicine. Yeah. And it is not the food that heals. Food has no power to heal, but food helps with the healing process because when you give your body good, real nutritionist food that actually gives the body what it wants, what it wants, energy, fuel, minerals, all the, all those things without taking much in return, without having to work so hard to break it down and to digest it. As I said, we give enough, enough time to heal. Right. And that is, that is when the magic happens. So you just need to learn what to eat, how to eat, when to eat. It's all about the food combinations, for example, and all those, those kind of things. So Right. Again, really simple. It just sounds re- really complicated, but it's so it's really simple. <laughs> so, so you talk a lot about you know obviously eating right and allowing mm-hmm. the body to get enough time to rest and heal itself. So, what are common examples of the things that we eat that can be helpful, and examples of things that we eat that is not helpful? Because it's always so hard to figure out the right things to eat. You know, they tell yeah. you you have okay. to have all the carbs, protein again another misconception another misconception because every food we eat everything that comes from nature has uh, protein carbs and fat everything even a fruit has everything it's just um yes it's just the ratio is different Mm -hmm. uh, in each in each food so it gets the title of protein carbs and fat but everything contains everything okay so mm mm-hmm so I look at food, I divided it into 12 categories, food ranks, I call them. Okay. I'm going to say the top three and I'm going to yeah. say the worst three. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So the first, 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 I'm going to say something else. When I say eating habits, when, when I say we have, we are a society that have bad eating habits. What does it mean? It means we eat way too much food we eat more food than we're supposed to eat okay we eat we snack at night we snack in between yeah we eat (laughs) bad we eat bad food combinations okay for example protein with starch are you there yeah is that okay okay so protein with starch which 
99% of the population eat that, it's actually the worst thing really? you can do for your body. Yes. Like rice and I'll beans? I'll tell you why. We eat that. <laughs> yes, 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 I'll tell you why. Every, again, every protein, carbs, and fat have, we have digestive enzymes for each. Mm-hmm. When you eat a protein, it has digestive enzymes for protein. When you eat carbs, it has digestive enzymes for carbs. When you eat them together, and they're both different digestive enzymes, it means for protein, it needs an acid environment, okay? And for mm. carbs, it needs alkaline environment. Uh. So when you eat them together, your body goes, the digestive enzymes goes first to the protein. Now, when you eat um, animal protein, which is worse than plant-based protein, the body takes about an average six hours to digest it. Okay. So you ate, yeah, you ate a meat or chicken and it takes an average of six hours to digest it. So in the meantime, so first, why so bad? You just wasted, quote unquote, six hours of your body's energy in digesting your your meat you just ate. And second, the the carbs that you just ate with it, if you ate, let's say, potatoes and steak, okay? Your potatoes, which is the carbs, which need the alkaline digestive enzymes, sit in your stomach waiting to be for the meat to finish digesting and only then they start to digest. So you have the carbs sitting in your stomach and minimum of six hours, they start to ferment. They start to, they just sit there, build up toxin, build up acidity in your body. So just to manage how much energy you're taking from the body. And in the meantime, it just sits there. It's no, really that bad. Sounds, yeah. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, it's, it's, let's say your meal is average six hours, okay, to, took to digest it. And it hasn't been six hours yet, and we're already eating our next Yeah, meal cause you're because you're hungry. Six already hours is a long time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have food on top of food, on top of food, on top of food. Uh, it just sits in our stomach. And that's why our body's doing 24 seven only digesting it has no energy time to to heal to detox we want it detoxing all the time so that is the one of the worst food combinations yes if you want to eat carbs eat carbs just eat them with green salad vegetables if you want to eat protein eat a protein whatever you want just eat it with vegetables with something that uh, you can eat it with fat just always combine it with vegetables yeah. Wow. That's really interesting yeah. to know because again, we've always had that. Yes. Starch yes. and protein. Again, another misconception. I'm all about misconceptions. Yeah. By the way, if you, if the people who are listening, if you're going to go to the link in my bio, who is my, on my Instagram, I just, um, I'm giving away a free food combination chart, which I detailed all the things wow. in a beautiful okay. chart I designed. Yeah. <laughs> what goes with what? you can see it very clearly yes and okay. once you do that once you just start live by that you will have no bloat no gas no discomfort nothing 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 it's all about the combinations thank so, you um <laughs> so if you said you want me to talk now about the food ranks yes please yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So as I said, I, <laughs> so there are 12 food ranks, okay. From the best you can eat to the worst you can eat. Yes. So the top three, the top most, like the most amazing things you can put inside your body. The number one are fruits. Really? A lot of people think it's vegetables. Yeah, right? Because it said fruits, are, no. fruits have sugar. <laughs> Stay away from fruits. Too much fruits, you know? But that's the thing. You know, if you're eating a piece of bread, it has like 1,000 times more <laughs> in sugar. Sugar from fruit, is, it's different than sugar, the processed stuff. Because mm -hmm. sugar from fruits, it gets, in, gets into our bloodstream really, really slowly. Okay. So the body's nourishing off of it. And that's what it wants. Our brain, our body wants fuel. It wants the sugar. That is why, by the way, if we're eating, uh, let's say, steak and potatoes, we're going to go back to that example. That is why we're always, we want something sweet after the meal for most yeah, of us. Yeah, right? Dessert. Because that's the thing, because <laughs> carbs... Carbs are sugar. Carbs is energy. But the thing is, it takes so much for the body to break it down to really get to the sugar. Mm -hmm. Then your body wants the sugar now. It needs the sugar now. So it wants it now. But if you're going to eat a fruit, you won't be hungry. And you won't need more sugar. If you want more sugar, just take fruit. Your taste bud will change. Yeah. And that is why fruits are the top top priority fruits are what we what we got in in the garden of eden that is what yeah, god right? gave us <laughs> he gave us only fruits and he knew what he was doing it's for a reason <laughs> yes fruits are amazing because they give the body immediate energy fruits are digested some of them within minutes and most of them mm. up until one hour so oh, that's much that better. is why when i say Exactly. You want to give the body what it wants, which is energy, without taking much in digestion. Some people live only eating fruits, and that's good. There is a special um, cleanse, I'm going to say, that's only from fruits. Yeah, I saw that on the internet, but I just thought, oh, okay, I don't know what they're talking about. I thought that... <laughs> if, if you haven't, if you've never tried like to really detox your system, it's going to mm -hmm. be hard to switch to, to fruits. But once you do that, I did it. I live on fruits and I even fasted, did only water fasting for a few days because wow. that's what that led me up to it. It was amazing. I love it. It's freaking amazing. It's the best thing you can do for your body because you spend zero time on energy and it has 100% spent on healing. Yeah. You understand? So I'm, I'm just, I'm getting out of topic here. Anyway. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so fruits are the best thing you can eat better than vegetables. Yes. We want, we want fruit that are juicy, that, that are alive, like mango and apple, you know, things to yeah. bite on and to get like the vitality of it. I think banana is like the, like the worst, not, not a worst fruit, but it takes up to an hour to digest a banana. That's it. Okay. So this is like, yeah. And it's amazing. So the second thing is the second rank is vegetables. Okay, good. <laughs> you can stack up on as many vegetables as you want. The beautiful thing they do, both the fruits and the vegetables, because they are alive, because they are fresh, because we want the fresh fiber. Mm -hmm. The fiber acts as, imagine a broom and a vacuum cleaner in your body. 
when you eat something that is alive and fresh, the fiber absorbs actually all the toxins that in your body. And we always have toxins, right? Because the air we breathe, the water we drink, even organic food has organic waste, okay? We always need to detox. Mm -hmm. So the fiber in the fresh food, it absorbs all the toxins and it flushes them out of the body very smoothly, very quickly, very efficiently because it digested really quickly without harming the body in the process. For instance, it nice, actually yeah. helps the detox. Yes. So, um, I know, right? Yeah. And it's like so simple. Yeah, but you just have to know, right? You have to get to the right people. You yes. have to talk to people like yourself. Otherwise, you don't know. You just, I know. you know. Yeah. And the internet is flooded with just people. So much, yeah. Like diets, diets, diets. Exactly. It's not about diet. It's just you need to understand why you eat it and how to eat it and when to eat it. That's it. Um, so rank number three is actually steamed vegetables or cooked vegetables. Really? I thought, it's, oh, okay. What did you think? I thought, you know, cause they always tell, I didn't know there was a difference between the, the raw one and the steamed one. We want raw. That's what I said. We want the fresh and, yeah. and, and steamed and cooked vegetable are, are still amazing. They're in the top three, but they are less than fresh because it's less alive you understand like the chinese yeah. call it it has less chi less vitality it's less yeah. but still amazing amazing okay. amazing amazing of course steam is better than cooked and um, oven baked but still top three eat good. as much as you can from it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so um the worst three yeah you can you can eat are um, let me just try to remember because it's 12. So the, the, the worst, the top worst is processed food. Basically it's not real food. Okay. No matter how you look at it, it is not real food. They took something, even if we're making something at home. Okay. We take the real ingredient yeah. and we, and we, and we, um, and we do something to it. We, we are processing it. We are changing its chemical structure. We are changing the, um, its original, um, its original, how it's supposed to be. And oh, yeah. we're making something else completely. So it is a processed food. It has almost zero in nutrition. It gives you, it gives you almost nothing really. So all those canned foods and Yes, yeah. I always, always, always um, advise read ingredients, read right. labels. Okay, it's um, if you're you're gonna be amazed by what you're gonna read in that. And for me, I'm just looking at something while I do that. And for me, I always once I see a word that I don't recognize. Even though English yeah. is not my main language, <laughs> even though English is not my main ling language, I think my vocabulary is pretty vast. Yeah. If it's a word that I don't recognize, or especially if it's um, a letter or um, the numbers, you know, e dash something, yeah. I just bring it. I just put it back on the shelf. If it has too many ingredients, I put it back on the shelf again because we're supposed to have real food. Natural. And it's just. Mm it loses the realness. So processed food are bad. If you don't know that by now, 
<laughs> okay. Uh, the second worst is fried food. Now, fried food is good. Is, is it? Okay. Fried I mean, food. It's tasty or? <laughs> yes, it's tasty. Not good in a way that's okay. good for the body. No, no, no. I feel like the top worst. This is yeah. the second worst. <laughs> so it tastes really good. Okay. Yeah. We know that if we're eating a fried chicken, if we're eating a fried cheese, I don't know whatever there's fried today. Fried it, tastes, <laughs> it tastes really good. The problem is it, it, it no longer is food. Again, it's no longer food. We just eat oil. When we eat fried, it's literally just oil. You can fry anything, and it will taste good. Yeah. But it's strictly oil. And oil is simply fat. Our body does not know how to digest oil. No, no matter what kind of oil, even coconut oil, even olive oil, our body does not know how to digest oil, and it just stores it as fat. So it has no nutritional uh, benefit for you whatsoever. And also if you're eating a lot of fried food, that's another reason if you're gaining weight, you should definitely look into that. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's so depressing. Like I can't eat that. <laughs> okay. So the last, the, the, the number 12, the last um, worst third thing we can eat is actual toxins and chemicals which is um, the alcohol if we drink alcohol to consume um, as I mentioned um, on the ingredient list if we if we see anything with numbers any preservatives stuff yeah. like that these are actual toxins toxins that we are we are putting inside our bodies okay if it if it's preservatives or anything to to help to stabilize the product or whatever it is. These are pure yeah. toxins that even um, the, the company who makes those products, they, they refer to it as it's so minimal and it's so small amount of toxin, the body can yeah. handle it. But we're actually are exposed to, to thousands of toxins within minutes every day. And small amounts from this and small amounts from that and small amount from that, we are overloading our body with toxins. And our body, again, does not know what to do with those toxins because when we were created, when God created us, there weren't any toxins. Our body does not know what to do with them. And it tries really hard to detox them. And most of the times, as I mentioned before, that is when because it's trying, our body is trying to protect us, it covers this toxic with a fat tissue. It just stores it as fat. Because it doesn't know what to do and it doesn't have the time to, de to work on detoxing. So a lot of stuff are just getting stuck in our system. Yeah. That is why, that is why we're, we have so many diseases these days. I mean, it's part of the reason, but it's, it's, um, everything is contributing to that. We need to, to pay attention. We need to become responsible for the things we put in our body. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Ruby. It's important, you know, to speak to someone that actually knows what they're saying ahead, right? Because again, there's so much out there. There's so much on the internet. You can never really be sure what, yeah. what which is which, right? And there's so many myths about what's mm -hmm. right. Because again, in my mind, I've always known, I've always thought that protein and starch is like great. And I'm, I'm making sure I'm putting all the right, you know, all the yeah. food categories inside <laughs> at the same time. Mm -hmm. But then not realizing that it's probably not actually not a good idea, right? So yeah. 
it's important. I was the same. I was the same. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. And if there's anyone else out there listening, like you noted, they can check on your Instagram page and get all the food combinations, but also they can contact you for one-on-one consultation to Mm -hmm. to teach them how to eat right. People that are having endometriosis, you know, lots of painful periods. I mean, endometriosis is, is, it's a big thing, like you noted. Lots of people around the world, lots of people in Nigeria here have it. And of course, go through daily pain of uh, the disease. So it'd be great to see how they can get better uh, Mm -hmm. and also heal their body and eat right. Definitely. And the changes are so quick. The body responds so quickly to it because it craves it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. And for any word of advice from you, for anyone else out there dealing with endometriosis or infertility, you know, you've, you've, it's almost like from your experience, now you're a fertility coach, you're helping back, like helping lots of women and giving back. So, which is pretty amazing. So it'd be nice to see what word of advice you have. Well, I would say two things. The first is always listen to your, to your gut, to your intuition, because you know best. No one can tell you what is good for yourself, what is good for your body. Not even a person with a white coat and a bunch of fancy letters next to his name. Okay, <laughs> The fact that he has a white coat doesn't mean he knows everything. It doesn't. So always, always look at the, the truth for inside. If you think something is wrong, if you think something is not as it should be, struggle, not struggle, fight for your, fight for your, for your word to be heard. And right. if it's not, if it's not heard, just look for, look for the answers yourself. Don't look for the answers for at someone else. Okay. Because that is what we usually tend to do. We tend to give our power away in order yes. just for someone else to fix us. I know I did that exactly. for many years, but it's not, everything comes from within your powers in inside of you. You know, best, you will have the answers. And the second thing is just don't believe anything you read online and just educate yourself as much as possible. Truly educate yourself and understand how the body works, what to eat. You can start from um, the right food combinations. It's yeah. really, it will revolutionize your health, what you thought about food up until now. And it's again, completely simple, so simple. And it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Never going to forget now. There's no way I'm going to eat protein and starch anymore <laughs> and i'm just gonna think about the sitting there for six hours and i'm thinking uh yeah that doesn't yeah, sound yeah. right you know Listen, so now that i've i'm gonna say healed my body i'm not completely healed from endometriosis even though i, I complete I, I am on my way to it okay just right. give me a few more months or maybe a year and hopefully it's gonna be gone I, i'm certain of it Mm-hmm. But now that my, my physical body is so much better, it can handle so much more things. I eat, yeah. I eat bad combinations. I went out to pizza last week. I went out to pizza actually twice a week. Right. I do that. But because I understand how my body works, I understand the symptoms that it's telling me because it speaks to us all the time. We just have to listen. So yeah. if you reach the point of, of improvement if you have no more symptoms no more pain you can indulge it's not about always eating the right combination or just salads no you can indulge you just have to get yourself to a point where you're capable of doing that yeah wonderful well said thank you so much ruby for coming on the show today it's been amazing having you on here 
I am sure so, I mean, all the listeners have learned so much from your story, from Thank what you, you said to us and how to eat right and heal ourselves. And, and it just sounds, sounds amazing. And I like the fact that you actually went back to the Garden of Eden. And so that's what God wanted us to eat fruits. And that's true, right? So if we keep it as simple as yeah. it can be, that's all he needs, right? Eat fruits, eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's leave out the diets. Because, you know, that's what we've been doing yep. all this time. <laughs> as fresh as possible, right. yeah. just once God, God intended. Exactly. So thank you so much, Ruby. It's been such an enlightening and informative session. And if people do want to contact you, I know I noted earlier that you're on Instagram, very thank active. You. you have a lot of uh, Instagram lives and videos on there at Ruby Ben Health. Uh, is there a preferred way apart from Instagram? Yes. Is there another... I know you have a Facebook. Um, no, just, um, I have a Facebook that's Ruby Ben. I have a Facebook group called Healing From Within. But my most activities on Instagram, they can just send me a message. Um, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us this week on the Fertility Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Fertility Conversations. If there are any topics you would like to have discussed, please send an email to fertilityconversations at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you again for listening. Take care of yourself and do stay hopeful.